This is the Bushwick Variety Show, and I'm Alex Stevens III. Greetings, neighbors, friends, people, and conscious beings of all various types. Thank you so much for listening to the Bushwick Variety Show. This is episode two. Namaste. Namaste basically means the light in me recognizes the light in you. I say that to you because I mean it, and also because our guest today is Ella Luckett, founder of Jai Yoga Arts in Bushwick, Brooklyn. I've known Ella for a long time, so it was fun catching up with her. As always, this conversation was recorded in my studio in the Rack Shack, an all-inclusive lingerie store in Bushwick, Brooklyn. I'm not sure if uh, you might hear some barking in it, that's, uh, I got some mini wolves upstairs, Fozzie and Aria Bearwolf. Um, so if you hear them from time to time, that's what's going on. Uh, anyway, I hope you like the episode. Let's go. Welcome to Brooklyn. City Class of water. <laughs> so yeah, so how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's nice to be here. Yeah. Uh, a second ago, you centered yourself doing some breathing. Yeah. That's kind of what it's all about, right? It really is. <laughs> so Just... you started uh, Jai Yoga Arts around 2010. Is that that right? 11, yeah. 2011. 2011. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, uh, what brought you, what made you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I had been teaching for 11 years at that point and kind of, um, just reached this place where I wanted to create something, you know, kind of like manifest something that I could go to every day that could be an expression of all that I think yoga is and bring people together in a community. And, uh, Bushwick just seemed like the perfect place. Like when I first arrived in New York, I was staying in the hostel down there because it was like a cheap place to stay. Yeah. (laughs) And that's kind of how I discovered Bushwick. Um, And and I just felt like everybody was up to something. You know, you just kind of felt like you walked around and everyone was like, like working on their projects. And it was just a really creative, charged vibe. So that's kind of why I opened it here. When did you move to Bushwick? It was just about a year before that, okay. 2010 or so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a special time. Um, <laughs> yeah, Laura also stayed at the hostel, and that's how me and Laura met. Um, oh, okay. But for me, also, like, I lived in, I think I moved to Bushwick in 2009. Uh-huh. Um, and, yeah, for me, it was also some like immediately i was like this is where i want to be this is, <laughs> this is where it's happening right now yeah yeah really it was like charged and it still is mm-hmm. it's like changed so much but just yeah grown. yeah um so how did you come into yoga like just your own practice yoga i found um i was in san francisco i was uh i had been a dancer and turned actor at that time and um was of course therefore working as a receptionist in an accounting firm because that's logical (laughs) (laughs) and uh one day at the gym all the treadmills were taken and so i was like what do i do i was like look at the class schedule 
Um, and there was this yoga class happening. I was like, okay, I'll do that. But only because it says power yoga. Because <laughs> I was like, you know, needed my workout. And um, that first class like changed my life. Yeah. Because I had felt so disconnected for a while. Um, I had kind of left dance in a, like a sort of traumatic relationship kind of way. Like I had been a little traumatized by like the direction dance turned in terms of like just body image and all that stuff. And, um, and then yoga was like invited me back into my body in a way that like allowed me to just be, you know, like who I am and really flourish <clears throat> in that creative way. And, and so, and that, that was sort of the point of it. Like what the things that the teacher said that first day really inspired that in me. And I was just lucky to have that great first teacher, I think. <laughs> do you remember what the message was kind of? Oh yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, she said, leave your ego at the door. Um, she said, uh, don't judge yourself in the mirror. Cause it was a gym. So there's mirrors. Mm -hmm. We do not have mirrors at Jai. Right. <laughs> she said, don't judge yourself in the mirror, good or bad. And that was really what kind of triggered me. It was like good or bad. Like don't, don't even like say, Oh, I look good today in the mirror. Right. And it just woke me up to a conversation I had been constantly having in my head that I didn't know I was having. And I was like, Oh my God, I don't even need to have that conversation all the time. Like, do I look good? Do I look bad? Am I good? Am I bad? Am I worthy? Am I not worthy? Like that whole thing. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea how much energy that was taking in my life. And when she took that away, I was like, it literally felt like I was free again for the first time. Like I was a kid again, you mm -hmm. know, just like, oh, like I could just be <laughs> yeah. like, I'm good. <laughs> um, and I remember that first, literally that first, because, you know, the sun salutes, you inhale, arms up. You exhale, dive over, and that very first dive over, I swear the way I describe it is I felt like I was on acid, even though I've literally never taken acid. <laughs> but that's like my best because it was just so mind shifting. Yeah. And uh, it was powerful. It just punched me right in the face. <laughs> I was like, wow. And that, like, it's literally that was like 16 years ago, you know? Mm -hmm. And it just, my life just took that direction. <laughs> yeah. So did you immediately then, did you? stay with like classes at the gym or did you like mm -hmm. start seeking other classes at that point? Like I, I took that teacher's class a bunch and then, um, like I don't re recommend doing this way, but like I literally took my teacher training that year. It was oh, yeah. just like a call, you know, and I'd already had this strong dance background. So I was mm -hmm. already like really in body awareness and body movement and things like that. And I didn't know what I was doing. Um, but I, I, I asked her, you know, what, how that works. And so she told me where she did her training and I just did it. Yeah. <laughs> I just jumped in. Um, and I had no idea that that was going to be my career for the next, like, you know, 16 years. And it just, just happened. It just kept rolling in that direction. Yeah. I was thinking about that this morning where it's like, there's this phrase in yoga um, that my teachers have told me, which is not my will, but thy will. And meaning like giving it up to the universe, just like trusting the process of life and life is going to move you in the direction you're supposed to be going in. And that's a very like surrendering kind of attitude, like a surrendering kind of way to live. And I just realized I was thinking about it this morning. It's like I, you really you can fight against that yeah. <laughs> or you can go with it. Um, and usually when you go with it, it's, it turns out to be the right thing, even though it's not always the easiest path 
it's not like I have had this like, oh, like you rainbows and unicorns path or anything like that. It's challenging. It's hard. Um, it's not mainstream at all. And, uh, you know, I look at my friends, they have their like 401ks and their retirement plans. Yeah. And, stuff, and I'm just like, mm, living on the edge. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know that story. Yeah. <laughs> you wet very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what was your dance background before, before yoga? Um, well, I always had danced all through like childhood and then I went to SUNY Purchase, which was like the professional Mm -hmm. dance college. Um, and that's where it really all fell apart because it was just kind of like, you know, I was like 20 pounds lighter than I am now and they were telling me to lose weight and I was like, okay, I'm bad. I'm not right. There's something wrong with me. You know, I started to receive the message that there was something wrong. But um, but the, the dance background, to, to talk about, like, the good stuff was just I was always creative and, like, I love to create dances and um, um, still do. Like, it's still – it's I'm still inside mm-hmm. in my soul, a dancer. That's, that will, that's how I came on the planet, I think. Um, but, yeah, I, I didn't have much of a professional career. I moved out to San Francisco to get away from that – ridiculous mindset and kind of explored a little and danced a little with some small companies and stuff. But at that point, the relationship was, was hard and got hard because it had, had introduced this conversation into it of like, you're not really good enough, Mm -hmm. you know? (laughs) So it was like a struggle. Um, so then, you know, sometimes you got to make a change. And so that's when I switched to acting and I loved acting for a while and that was fun. Um, um, did you do some theater or what kind of, uh, stuff I did, you with that? yeah, I did like, you know, independent theater. And then I moved, part of the reason I moved back to New York was I was coming up on my thirties and I was like, well, if I'm really going to try this acting thing, I was already teaching yoga at the time, but I was still like dancing with acting and stuff. And I was like, if I'm really going to try to make it as an actor, I gotta, um, you know, come to the big app. Yeah. Come, yeah. come where it's happening. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I just remember sitting in an audition one day on a gorgeous summer day with like, I don't know, a hundred other girls around me who looked just like me. And we were all auditioning for a non-paid part, you know? And I was like, I don't want to be a professional auditioner. I want to yeah. do things with my life. And that's when I just jumped back into yoga. And I was like, this is working. I'm good at this. This feels good. Yeah. It feels like I can actually have a connection with the people right there. I can actually make a difference. You mm-hmm. know, it's like you kind of want that feedback loop, you know, like when you're playing. Yeah. You get the people dancing to your music and it's like you get that feedback loop. You feel like yeah. you're affecting people. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to spend your life like auditioning for the opportunity to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you're celebrating at Jai tonight, right? That's right. Yeah. This is an auspicious Happy birthday, day. Jai. Thank yeah. you. Seven years, man. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> um, are there any big lessons you've learned or inspiring things you've witnessed during that seven-year journey? Oh, wow. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's got to be a couple things. <laughs> oh, man. It has been a journey. Mm-hmm. First of all, I have to thank you, man. I mean, you're you are so part of that journey. You we we met Yeah. Like um way early on. You were working at then it was called the Life Cafe. Life Cafe, yeah. <laughs> and uh I was like, I'm opening a yoga studio. <laughs> and you're like, Cool, can I help? <laughs> 
you came over and you painted the walls and you sang at our opening party and it was so much fun. Yeah. Those are good times. Um, life lessons. I think it's just been such a ride. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's had successful years and it's had years where like I'm literally putting money in, not even getting paid, you know? Yeah. Um, and now we're, you know, fortunately, you know, back in a different, in a good place. And I just think you got to keep following your heart and trusting your heart. And, um, you know, there's been times when I was like, Oh God, I don't know if we can make it another, you know, they, they came in and they raised the rent by 50%. Oh, wow. As, yeah. When the, when the place started, you know, Bushwick is like, blowing up so yeah. they're like the, the new landlord bought the building and they raised it and that that was the year that i was like <gasps> i don't know man <laughs> and that was the year we made no money and, yeah and i was literally just working 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 and putting money in um so that's hard that's really hard um just on a personal level to feel so unstable you know mm-hmm. but I just kept trusting and, and being and breathing. And I think the main life lesson is it's the people because it's the people that kind of gather around and put that energy in the way you put that energy in the first, that first year. And um, <clears throat> now with my team, my teachers, we have an amazing staff of teachers and my manager is absolutely amazing. And, you know, you cannot do it alone. You absolutely cannot do it alone. And you have to be able to let people put their love into it too and just by doing that that that's when it turns around yeah you know, when you realize you're not alone <laughs> yeah you got to be open to that mm-hmm. so yeah let's uh talk about to anybody listening um who doesn't really know what yoga is about because i know i had I, I resisted yoga. Like when we met, I think <clears throat> I had started getting into it in my own journey. Mm-hmm. And before that, like I realized I'd always actually had pretty good experiences with it, but I always went into all of them with a great deal of resistance. Mm-hmm. And I think in like a year before I met you, I started like approaching yoga again and found like was able to recognize the benefits for myself for the first time. Mm. But yeah, I wonder um, how, what you would say to somebody like brand new kind of tell them, you know, why Mm -hmm. to maybe try it out. Like what Mm -hmm. they can, you know? Yeah. That's a great question. And I'm going to answer a question with a question. (laughs) (laughs) What was the resistance? Uh, Well, it was similar to, um, to what you were talking about the day that you found yoga, like being in a gym. Mm-hmm. Um, n- well, one of, part of the resistance was when I was younger, I was very limber. Um, like I, I always hated warm ups because I was <laughs> always ready. Like I was mm-hmm. limber and like ready and not, didn't really need warm ups for one. And definitely as I've gotten older, that's changed a little bit. Like mm-hmm. the tension that my acting teachers warned me about back in the day, I feel the tension in my body now more. Like mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that's 
some of it's like I think age and starting to realize that you won't stay limber if you if you don't like work and practice at it. Um, mm-hmm. But two, like the thing, understanding what tension is and how it's like um, tension is like a physical thing you can hold in your body, but you can also hold mental stress and energy like Mm -hmm. it can also physically like show up in your body and Mm. also working on the breath and working on breathing um and releasing physically can also clear away tension and stress in your brain so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know i think through i I also did martial arts when i was younger so i it's like i under i got like i knew that there were benefits of it i just didn't think i needed it Mm mm-hmm and as I've gotten older, like I still think about going back into like martial arts training and I do off and on do things with that. But like at the core, like if I was going to do one thing, it probably would be have an aspect of yoga at least because mm-hmm. it's like the stillness and um, mm-hmm. it's the the I had resistance, I think, because it's specifically for me some of the best things like that yoga offers are like the specific things that I struggle with Mm -hmm. so it's weird yeah the stillness especially yeah um I think uh yeah resistance a lot of times like you're saying yoga will release attention and um you know people work really hard to get to acquire the tension in their lives, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're, they're working on their art, they're working on their stuff. They, they have to put a lot of effort in and they kind of like, they need that. Like, I can't stop. I can't like let go of what, everything I'm working on and everything I'm doing, you know, cause it's important and it truly is. Yeah. So there, therein could lie a resistance to just taking a moment to right. let go. Um, and I think, uh, sort of the surprise is that in the letting go you're able to come back to the things that you're working on with so much more inner strength and that there's a difference between strength and tension Mm -hmm. you know like that strength will will really carry the day and that tension ultimately will break down because it's like it's, it it's in, ends up being a little fragile because yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like it's just tenuous. You know, yeah. Like, um, and then coming into stillness um, can be very scary for people. You know, it's like a lot of people, including myself, right? It's like you do so much to distract yourself from the pain in your life, from any, whatever pain has happened or is currently happening. And the second you come into stillness in meditation, for example, it's going to be there. Mm -hmm. And, but the amazing thing about yoga and meditation is that you come into that space and for some reason it shows up differently. Like the anxieties, the fears, and the pains that you're struggling with and you're trying to get away from, you're doing so much to distract yourself from in life they show up in this really like safe way and they they're there and then they're like smaller you know it's like oh okay wow i'm like really this is what's on my mind right now and then it's like it's okay 
you can actually just be with it for a second. And it doesn't, it's almost like in the resistance to it, it became bigger. But when we, when we get to a safe, still place amongst people who are also doing the same thing, you know, in a space that's sacred and about getting to your highest spiritual place, it's, it's actually, it's a beautiful experience to, to take, like, look at the dragons, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then the flexibility part, it's like just being in the body. Um, yeah, like I said, like the mental, um, mental stress, or like you said, the mental stresses can, uh, can manifest in the body everywhere. And, um, and then, you know, you might be in a, in a pose, like pigeon pose or something. I had this student say to me one time, like, as a male student, he was like, Ella, every time we do pigeon pose, I cry. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. And I was like, good. <laughs> awesome. I mean, I don't cry when I do it, but I, yeah. get, I get the feeling. But, um, yeah. So you've um, just thinking... Um, you do a lot of teacher trainings and you have one coming up. Um, and a lot of them are, um, happen, uh, outside of, um, outside of, uh, like in Costa Rica or different places around the world. Is that? Yeah. You know, um, is that, is that, okay, cool. Sorry. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I did, you know, like at, at a couple years into the studio, I'd started the, the teacher training is absolutely my biggest passion in the, in the studio. I absolutely love, you know, people come to me and they're like, I'm not really sure if my practice is good enough or, you know, I don't really want to teach. I just want to deepen my practice. And it's the same story. And I'm always like, yeah, that's like why most people do it. Yeah. And then they're usually surprised in the end that they, that they want to teach, you know, because it's in that conducting of, it's like in the transmission of giving yoga back to people, mm-hmm. they they gain so much yeah. from that experience. Um, yeah, I, a couple of years in, I started I started doing Costa Rica and Nicaragua and Thailand and traveling around and stuff, and that's been a joy. That's been a really joy. But this year, um, I decided to kind of focus back in to the studio because mm-hmm. I feel like I was it was kind of taking me out a little bit, and and then I'd be gone for a month and. And I might still do it again, but the studio needed some tender love and care this year. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? We're going to do two tra- trainings this year, not just one at the mm-hmm. studio, and just really gather the community together and strengthen it a little bit. So that's what I'm doing now. And it's been great. It's been so nice. It just feels like home, you know? Yeah. So. I met a group of, I remember I knew a group <laughs> of, the last time there was like a big training at Jai, because mm-hmm. um, some of the people would also come and like, watch football on Sunday um, at oh, the really? time at Pine Box. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that group, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they all had great great things to say about it. Um, yeah. And, yeah. I The Costa Rica thing, um, it wasn't yours specifically at the time, but I went to Costa Rica. It was probably during the first year that Jai was open, and I was turning 30, and mm. I... I've had this tradition that kind of happened, but now I'm going to keep where every 10th birthday I've been like on a different continent. Oh, that's cool. And so I didn't I like have any that. plans for 30 when it was approaching. And I was uh-huh. like, like just wasn't sure what I was going to I was like, Oh, wait a second. 
that's right. Like, go somewhere. So then <laughs> I was just kind of, like, looking for deals and ideas. And, like, on Groupon, there was, like, some rainforest accommodations in Costa Rica. And I was like, all right, Costa Rica it is. Nice. But then... And it was good, and I surfed for the first time down there and (laughs) had a great time. Um, And, but on the plane there, um, there was a woman, like, in line with me, and she was also going to Costa Rica, like, through security and stuff, but she was going to, like, a yoga training thing, Uh and I I didn't know that those were, (laughs) and I was like, man, that would have been, (laughs) like, just at that particular time, that would have been like perfect but yeah. you know things happen when they happen and uh-huh. but my introduction to it was like all right i'm sure i'm gonna have a good time but you have a good time off in that like you know <laughs> i know that's gonna like i know that would be yeah. cool but um yeah yeah the the yoga journeys you know out in other countries and stuff they're a trip they're awesome they they really are um it's special because you're just like the the trainings in particular they're so intense mm-hmm. i mean it's every day for like yeah. Yeah, 10 hours a day um and it's beautiful and you're you just get to like it's it's different each each type of training is different yeah um the intensives are awesome because you just have to put everything else away and mm-hmm. you just do that for a month and that's 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 a it's like a fast transformative experience. The extended trainings, um, they're magical as well because you, I get, I get the privilege of seeing the transformation in the students and I see them come back every week, um, like slowly brightening and Mm -hmm. like slowly coming in like, Oh man, you know, this, this situation at work that, that always happens. Like I suddenly saw it from this different perspective and now I'm just like so much more empowered and, and relaxed. And, and then the other person responded really positively and, you know, it just like shifts people's lives in the moment, like inside their life, which is really, really cool. Yeah. I would imagine like being in one of the destination, like intensives, um, is cool because you're away. So you, you, the distractions of every day aren't there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can just focus on on the training but then the ones like at jai um when you are living your your actual life it's you can probably incorporate mm-hmm. the lessons into your life yeah um, and apply them like you know because sometimes yeah. when you're like when you're away on a trip and clears right. your head yeah like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna feel like this forever right and you come back and then you're like- back in new york <laughs> <laughs> Two days like, later, it's like, ah. Like, I kind of remember that. It kind of seems like another lifetime, though. Like, you know, did yeah. that really happen? Right. I have pictures. I have memories, but I don't have the feeling anymore, you know? Right, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. For the teacher trainees that come back, it's luckily just the experience of teaching brings them back to that every time. You yeah. Know, it brings them back right back to Costa Rica every time. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's true. I, you know, both, like I said, both are different experiences. And all the trainings that I took, that I did myself were away trainings like that. Um, I studied with Shiva Ray in California. I had to go out there like six times over the course of a year to get my 500 with her. And I studied with uh, Jiva Mukti, Sharon and Sharon Gannon and David Life. Um, that one was in Austria. We were like in the middle of cow country. Like the cows would walk down the street. It was beautiful. Um, but yeah, I, I just really see the value in both. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, cool. Mm, yeah. Yeah. How's can I ask you a couple of questions? Or can sure. I ask you a, just about this journey? This is this is so cool because I feel like, you know, you and I have known each other so long, and we are you and I are artists in this community. You mm-hmm. know, we're like community stakeholders in a way, um, and it's it's cool to see you expanding your uh, vision into what you're offering the community. So yeah, can you share about that a little bit? Sure. Um, similar to you and dance. Um, around the time we met, I was like, I was always an actor and always like music was like a part of it. Um, but I was working on this webisode series and it was kind of the character I was playing and was like a co-creator on was kind of a version of myself. Mm. But in that version, he was a musician was like the difference. Hmm. And as I started to develop it, I started to realize that I wanted to be that guy. And I didn't want to be <laughs> an actor anymore. Wow. And I pretty much was, cool. I, I just was tired of the grind of acting um, mm-hmm. at the time and having music and as another option to like, you know, be a creative outlet. It was, mm-hmm. I didn't know that I was going to stop acting like that, but you know, a year passed and I was like, I don't know if I am going to start auditioning again. And then wow, several more. And it was basically five years past. Man. And then it did start to come back and it has come back. Um, and I, the I acting haven't, has come back? yeah, like oh, I've done cool. a couple of plays and a couple of other projects. Um, and I'm, recently got involved with a a theater company called the shelter really cool um in the city um and yeah for for me definitely like i want to do that but i guess like you don't have to be limited to be in you know you don't have to be One one thing yeah exactly and this bushwick variety show idea was another thing that popped up around the same time that I started wanting to act again, just the kind of concept. Um, I didn't know, I wasn't in a podcast when the idea first started coming, like Mm -hmm. fumigating in my brain or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, ruminating. Um, (laughs) But then once I I started like listening to podcasts for some other reason, I was like, oh, that's that's how I want to approach this Bushwick Variety Show project. Wow, nice. I love it. But I wasn't sure because there is a lot of work to do what I want to do with it but and I wasn't sure if I wanted to go that route because um I used to be involved with Potion Collective and we used to curate events and do that kind of you know it was you know an artistic community and Mm -hmm. um that like I got burned out on after a while just you know it's it's Mm -hmm. like everything's a grind um yeah and I mean, if your heart's in it, do it. But when it's right. not fun anymore, it's not worth it. Like that's right. when you have to make changes. Um, but with this one, it stayed in my mind, and I couldn't shake it for two years. And so, the, yeah, p- the, the Bushwick Variety Show. The variety um, show. Um, so, oh, cool. Yeah. So here we are. Um, nice. I love it. I'm sure I'm gonna learn a lot. Like immediately, I'm, I'm already mm-hmm. learning a lot, and there's a lot. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of communities out there um, to help with that. Um, so, yeah. So that's. That's cool. And, I, yeah, I want to be able to help highlight the the people 
um, the art, you know, the, the culture. Yeah. Um, and also inspire others to listen um, to the voices in their head and pursue yeah. the projects that, that they want to pursue, you know? That's awesome. And I think what I love about that too is like the, you know, both you and I are, are kind of touching on like the course of time and how, you know, as an artist, as a person who <clears throat> is drawn to this kind of work, it's like things will change. It's mm-hmm. not always going to just be monotone, you know, and, and you, sometimes that's the hardest moments is when you're making those changes and, and shifting focus. Um, and then the learning experience, I think for, for people, just, I think all people, I don't know. Um, when you learn something new, you're like alive again, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's great to just keep following those, uh, that, those calls. Yeah. You know? I'm also, um, I've done it once, but I also want to try it out a little bit. I don't know how much I want to pursue it, but um, mm-hmm. I stood up once. So I want to try stand up <gasps> oh, a little cool. bit more. Just I, I think it's a, it. another one of those great yeah, hard art forms. But um, mm-hmm. if you're willing to put in the work and you're willing, it, like the thing I really like about that one is as an art form, I think that kind of, um, sums up my philosophy on how to approach being an artist. And mm-hmm. as a stand-up, you have to be willing to fail. Oh, that you have is to be willing so to true. Wow. Um, and really, like in anything you do, like the, the fear <clears throat> part of the thing that took me so long to start, like to actually start this project yeah. is that, yeah, I can fail, but mm-hmm. like failure is... Okay, somebody's like, yeah, I don't, I don't like what you're doing. But really, yeah. like, if you if you tell me that, I I do want to hear. I want that feedback, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, because then I can I can grow from that. Like, right. you know, like yeah. I expect and hope that if I'm still doing this podcast in a year, mm-hmm. two years from now, um, or if I'm doing some other podcast, I, I expect and hope that I will be better, right? Because of doing it now yeah you know um that's awesome wow i mean yeah it's so true about stand-up and but you know that is definitely on the on the scale of art forms that you have to be willing to fail at like that's definitely high up on that scale and what a great way to approach that that like i'm gonna do this partially because of that yeah to to practice failing and being cool with that yeah (laughs) you know because that's like the ego thing that I was talking about. It's like, we, we're so concerned about like things showing up correctly and things showing up right and, and bang out of the gates like really well, you know? Yeah. And it just, nothing, nothing magical comes out of that. Yeah. <laughs> if you're perfect all the time, it's gotta, it's gotta have its rough edges, you know? That's and just put so it out cool. there. Just do it. You yeah. Because you fail when you. The only, I, I think you really only fail when you don't yeah. do it at all. Like that's so true. And, and again, still like you have, like you, you've haven't done it yet. Like do it now. Like you, it's not too late. Mm-hmm. Like while we're here, while we're breathing, yeah, you can still do the things. Yeah. I you just know. I just started back at Columbia University this year. Congratulations! <laughs> you know I mean? It's like I'm I'm back in school. It's so fun. It's just I wanted to study psychology. I had been thinking about it for so long, 
And I just said, like, I'm just going to do this. And I just did it, you know? And yeah. it's so inspiring to just, yeah, you got to follow those calls yeah. so much. Yep. So cool. Well, can I share this poem with you? Absolutely. I think that the, it kind of sums up everything we're talking about. Nice. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> There's only one thing you own. It's who you are in every moment. When you can stand behind it, get out in front of it, live inside out of it, then you truly own. The only thing you own, the only thing worth owning, is you. You are you. <laughs> no matter how hard you argue against it, no matter, how, no matter who you want to blame it, shame it, play it on, it's just you. It's probably the only you you'll get. <laughs> this is the one. So don't just own it. Love the hell out of it. Be it. Breathe it. Feel it. Life is a true miracle. The fact that we can reflect upon it is the unique human gift. Receive it for what it is, though it may be painful. Believe in its precision. At the end of the story, at the end, the story will be told and told perfectly for it is your story your one pleasing story a beginning a middle an end yours that was ella luckett from jai yoga arts if you live in bushwick check out her studio there's usually introductory specials and lots of other special events you can find the links to Jai in the show notes for this episode at bushwickvarietyshow.com. Take care of yourselves, folks. I found yoga to be very beneficial for both my physical and mental health. That's all I have for today. Let us know what you think so far and come back on Monday for my conversation with Chris Carr. Namaste. Peace. We're gonna set you free.